0: Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hello, and welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Jordan Sparks here this morning. I am here with my good friend, JC. Cohen. Huh? Cohen. I always say just the first name, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, not everyone who's listening knows you. <laughs> There's more JCs in the world, I guess, but you're the most important. So it's fine. <laughs> How's it going today? It's, it's going well. Good. So, a couple things. I wanted to quickly promo something really cool that's going on the Fruitful and Fearless website. I'm just very excited about all the things that God's doing through the Fruitful and Fearless website. But Becky McNeely, we had her on to talk about the planner that she put out a couple weeks ago. And So she runs the Keeping Home page on the website. And if you don't know how the Fruitful and Fearless website works, it's basically like you become a member and that supports the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. But we try to make it a little exciting for you to become a supporter of the podcast. So as you become a member, uh, there's different groups that become available to you on the website. Like there's a homeschooling group, a cooking and baking group, a natural medicine group. And then JC runs the book club. And then Becky McNeely, she runs the Keeping Home Group. And that's just all things cleaning, managing your home, organizing, all the things that go along with that. She nerds out over that kind of awesome stuff. So she, for the past two years, has been putting together a very well-thought-out planner. So... She's a stay-at-home mom. She homeschools her children, and she loves to organize. So think about, like, everything you could possibly want in a planner. She did that. So And it's very beautiful. So it's just – it's great, and it is now available in – the Fruitful and Fearless store. So if you want to check that out, you can either get a hard copy that she will mail to your door or the digital download are both available. So whatever is most appealing and works best for you, that is available. So I wanted to let you guys know about that. Now, moving on make a homeschooling planner. (laughs) Oh, we should make a homeschooling planner. Becky's talked about like each year adding more things to it and maybe doing like inserts that you can add. Like if you want, if you do a huge garden and you want like a garden planner, buying the garden planner option or buying like the homeschooling option or, you know, all those different things. So we should definitely collab and make this as epic as humanly possible. Great. (laughs) (laughs) How amazing can we make a planner? Let's do it. (laughs) so um jc is here today and we are going to talk about our favorite books of 2022 we do a books episode every year and this is one of my very favorite ones to record and it tends to be our your favorite uh, most listened to episodes. So so anyways, we are doing our book, books episode today, and we're going to divide it up into categories, talk about our favorites. And then we're also going to talk about the book club that you can be a part of. That's through the website too. Book club, I love it because it's just a fun way to read with friends. And it has made me achieve some reading goals that I don't think I've ever would have done without you, JC
1: Cohen. So thank <laughs> you for running the book club. You want to let people know kind of how that works? Um. Yeah. So Jordan and I kind of started it because we both wanted to read an intimidating book, and we knew we couldn't do it alone. So yeah. <laughs> started the, of the year with Anna Karenina, and um, as we went, a lot of our friends wanted to join in on the next book, and so we just started on Instagram, and we realized we needed a little bit better platform. So Jordan hooked it up to the website, and so. Um, on the website you can get on and find um, the title of the book that we're on and you can hop on there and we'll ask questions and discuss our favorite parts and we usually try to let people know far enough in advance what books we're going to be on so you have plenty of time to buy it and um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah so uh, let's
0: see year before last we were at the homeschooling convention and I was in a literature class. Uh, literature talk. And he was talking about Anna Karenina. And I was like, Oh, man, I would love to read that. But it's so giant. I don't think I could do it. But I'm going to try. So I ordered the book, tried it, I got like a chapter in and then I was like, I just can't do this. I can't read this book. So I quit and I started something else. And then the next year, you and I tried it together. And we did it. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. and And I ended up enjoying it so much. Yeah. And I love that our book club, it's very much a plotting book club. It's not yes. like one of these, we're going to read a huge book every single month. Club, no, no. We're all moms and we have a billion things going on. And so we take it very slow. We get a lot of reading done. Yeah. In yeah. The year. We read a lot of books, but, um, we just take it really slow, usually about two chapters a week. And so that gives mm-hmm. everybody time to, to get it read. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I love, I love reading with other ladies. Um, it helps me just to have a deadline like, no, I have to get these chapters done this week and I will do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, So I'm the kind of person that's good for. I like to be challenged. So I enjoy having the deadline on the chapters to be read. And then I also love hearing what people got out of the chapters because sometimes I, like whenever we read Jane Austen novel, I was like, I'm not getting this people. I'm having to read chapter summaries because I don't know what she's talking about. And, uh, and you, you love Jane Austen. So you're like, oh, la, 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 this is beautiful. Here's all the cool insights that I got from the chapter so it's really helpful for me on on uh, genres that are not my forte to hear what other people have to say about them yeah for sure so anyways should we start out with fiction since we are talking about Anna Karenina already should we start out with our fiction favorites
1: yeah let's do it
0: so Anna Karenina definitely was my favorite I don't know if it was because it was such an accomplishment for me like it felt very good to finish that book but I love Tolstoy's writing a lot of times, whenever I read some of the old classics, I kind of expect for some of it to be over my head, but I did not feel that way at all with reading Tolstoy. I also loved just the complexity of the characters and the way that he brought out what they were thinking and feeling in just such a humanistic way that you you really understood where they were coming from, even if it was this terrible thing that, were, that they were doing. You're like, oh, I see where you got
1: there. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I loved he, I I think I ended up looking it up after you and I read it. And he's he wasn't really Christian, but he was some sort of spiritual or something. Mm-hmm. But I love that. Despite him not being a Christian, he knows how God's world works. Mm-hmm. Because I th- that's something that I love that uh, Nate Wilson talks about a lot is that if you want your stories to be good, you have to tell the truth. Yeah. And you can't lie and say that the bad guy wins in the end, you mm-hmm. know, um, or that being a murderer is a good thing, you know, and Tolstoy is, he just tells the truth about the world. And, you know, Anna, it, she, spoiler alert, yeah. <laughs> gives her husband and child to have an affair and in the real world, that's not going to end up well. And, and so in his, in his book, it doesn't end up well, you know, she right. throws her. Herself- She's miserable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, but, but like Levin, he is a hard worker and, um, loves his wife and finds a good wife and she honors him and gives him children and a beautiful home and beautiful life. And, and so he just has such a, a very good way about writing truth, the truth about God's world, how it works and what, what's going to come of the way that you choose to live your life. Yeah. Like yeah, that's that a
0: great point. I like books that feel like you're watching a movie, like you're so engulfed in it. You're feeling you feel like you're watching a really good movie and it's just a page turn or you're not really even remembering how much you read because you just want to keep going. And that felt like that to me. So it was really yeah. fun. super fun. Um, I also really enjoyed reading The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings books that we read this year. That was so much fun. I've always loved the Lord of the Rings movies and I love fantasy. That's
1: my favorite genre.
0: So that was just a blast for me.
1: Yeah, I really love The Hobbit. Honestly, (laughs) I finished uh, The Fellowship of the
0: Rings. Mm -hmm. Were you the one that was like, I feel like I am on a car
1: ride and we're just never getting there? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. it's like they're on for five minutes and they get pulled off the road again and I just I can't it's yeah. really having my attention but I'm still working on it yeah I'm stressing I mean. you out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah I, um, go ahead oh I was just gonna say I'm actually reading Jane Eyre right now mm-hmm. since we're on a club I'm about halfway through and oh my gosh it it's gonna probably be one of my all-time favorite books it's so good so good I really love it
0: cool I also enjoyed the winter King. That was a book that I borrowed from you. <clears throat> that was not a book club book, but that was a book that I borrowed from JC. And the second book of that is on our reading for the book club this year. So if you're going to hop on the book club, you might want to figure out how to squeeze the winter King in before we get to that second one. Cause it's going to be our spring book, but yep. it was a really great book death by Christine Cohen. And she is a Canon book. Well, not, is, is it cannonball? Is that one cannonball books or cannon press?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well it's canon press, but yeah, it's like the kids. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, like a YA novel. But um that was super fun and I love that. It was kind of like a magical realism type situation where there was kind of some magical elements, but yet they were in not necessarily our world, but like a real world. Um yeah. has a big twist at the end. It was cool.
1: Yeah, you like you feel like it could almost be real.
0: Yeah. Like, are they in Norway or something? Like <laughs> some Norwegian uh, land.
1: Yeah. And her book that we're going to read for book club, it's not a series, so it's okay. Oh, okay. If, it's okay if you don't get Winter King in first.
0: Oh, okay, I was thinking that was the sequel to Winter King. It's not? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Never mind then. But it's, uh, it's very Okay, similar. So, a couple fiction books that I uh I don't know, were not my favorite. Like I said, Persuasion by Jane Austen was not my favorite. It's just not my, it's just not my genre. It's just very hard for me. But you made a good point and said that I might enjoy my next Jane Austen novel more than I enjoyed that one because I'll be more used to her writing style. Um, So I'm not giving up on her. And I know everyone out there, there's like huge Jane Austen fans that are like lost all respect for me now. (laughs) No, <laughs> but um yeah I just I ended up listening to a lot of it because I'm like I just can't I can't get into it and I felt like I could never fully grasp all the characters I kept being like who is this I don't know I just didn't I never it never caught me all the way to the end I finished it but it never caught me
1: yeah I know you're not a huge movie fan but if you it always helps me too if afterwards I watch the movie um or a movie version of it yeah yeah but then mm-hmm. it, ties all the strings together and you know mm. good too but then mm. again if genre, maybe you won't
0: like movies. <laughs> yeah I did watch Emma and that was a very fun movie that I was like I would like to read this book so yes, maybe I'll try it. that one next okay let's talk about the yellow wallpaper because that's one that we both read this year <laughs> so okay. the yellow wallpaper was a short story that we read by uh let's see who is that by uh Charlotte Gilman yes all right okay So I had never read that before. I had heard of it in school and I knew that it was some kind of psychological weird short story, but i had never read it Mm -hmm. and it totally creeped me out. It was so creepy. That book was so creepy. (laughs) And then I read some history on it and Charlotte Gilman was a total feminist and- She she basically had been burned by this whole – okay, so people used to think that if you were having any kind of postpartum depression that there was something called the rest cure, which was essentially you should do nothing but rest and lay in bed. Yep. And that would cure your, you know, d- depression, anxiety, whatever was happening with her. Yep. Any kind of psychological thing that was happening.
1: And, and often, away from your family, they would, like, put you out in the country mm-hmm. by yourself. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, the isolation often made women go crazy. So, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what this story is about. This woman ends up going crazy, and there's a lot of symbolism at the end, her, like, crawling over her husband's body that he passes out at the end (laughs) as she conquers, you know, this man that's really holding her down. Right. Which which I – I did not feel like he was being bad to her. Like, I didn't feel like he was mistreating her. I felt like he was actually trying to help her. Mm -hmm. But Maybe ignorant in some things, but yeah, I felt... Ignorant, for sure. Yeah, ignorant in some things. You're right. But yeah, I felt like he was trying to help. I thought his intent was good. Um, Mm -hmm. Was it you that brought up in book club, I wonder what he was doing while he was away? Was he actually working the whole time he was away? Or was he like maybe stepping out on her?
1: Yeah, I I wondered that because I wondered if I was maybe going too far and assuming too much or um, if there was, I mean, obviously they don't give any validity to that. Mm-hmm. But because he would be gone for these long stretches of time mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. I don't know. Who it, knows? I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but that but I,
0: was a crazy read that... Um... I don't know. I, I enjoyed reading it just because it was intense and definitely a page turner, but I don't know if I would recommend it to someone like dealing with any kind of postpartum
1: issues. creep you out. Yeah. Like you said, looking, uh, the author up really gives you a good base point for the book. Like Mm -hmm. what's going on, what's going on with this person. Um, I, so we're going to read next year. We're going to read, uh, Frankenstein.
0: Oh yes. That's
1: gonna be fun. Yeah. So I've been reading up on the history of Mary Shelley and she was a huge feminist too. Um, you just, you just have to take these things Mm -hmm. with a grain of salt and take it from a biblical worldview, you know, Um, but her life was so interesting and, um, I can't wait to talk with everybody in book club about her life. I actually, um, have been trying to get Canon Plus has Canon classics and they come with a worldview guide at the beginning of the book. And so they have um, someone tell you about what the author's life was like, what's going on in history um, and where they were at in life when they were writing this book um, and help you see it from a Christian point of view and process it through the bible and um they have a lot of good questions in there and stuff like that too so um if i can snag one of those for a book i always like to try to get one of those
0: yeah yeah that's helpful to have as we read through stuff okay anything else for fiction that you want to include i don't think so okay yep. um non
1: yeah do you want to start you, do you read much nonfiction? i yes i do i okay. Of all different kinds. <laughs>
0: okay. I don't yeah. read a ton of nonfiction. Jared exclusively reads nonfiction. Um oh. it, it, Like, it's so rare that he reads a fiction book. Right now he's reading Endurance. Um, But other than that, like, he just doesn't really read a lot of nonfiction. I mean, excuse me. He doesn't really read a lot of fiction. Yeah. So, but I read a lot of fiction and not very much nonfiction, except for, like, cri- Christian application books.
1: Yeah. Which I do read well, those books uh doug wilson would get on to jared for not reading fiction (laughs) i know i know i'm proud of him for reading that
0: book have you heard of that before it's like the shackleton story Mm -mm. okay well it's it's pretty interesting he like goes on this escapade with a bunch of men and it's a huge adventure story they get stranded and this their boat gets stuck in ice and takes like I don't remember two years for them to get rescued. I don't know. I'm butchering it because <laughs> I haven't read it, but he's reading it right now. And it sounds really interesting. So if your husband is in the market for a really cool book, so I guess it's not necessarily fiction. It's nonfiction. It's just the story of what happened to them. Oh, okay. All but, right. So anyways, the nonfiction that I have on my list are the Christian heroes, then and now series that Ransom and I are reading for school and it's biographies from um, Christian heroes of the past. So our favorite ones have been Nate Saint, George Mueller. We also have read Cameron Townsend and David Livingstone. And this week we'll finish, well, not this week, next week, we'll finish David Livingstone and start Amy Carmichael. So it's just really cool, um, reading about Christian heroes of the past and, and what happened with them in their life and how God used them. And then we also see their shortcomings, of course, because they're very honest and we hear problems with their marriage or bad decisions they made. Um, but it's it's neat hearing how God used them.
1: Yeah, we've been collecting those, too. I don't think we I don't think Annabelle has read any of them. But okay. we st-
0: <laughs> yeah, Ransom's favorite has been Nate Saint and um, David Livingstone is the second favorite. But man, it. Some of those stories, it's it's hard because they definitely have done awesome things. But like David Livingstone in particular, I'm like, man, bad choices with your family. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I don't know that one. I don't know that story. Okay. Okay. So what's your nonfiction? Um, I read Killer Angel this year. It That's about Margaret Sanger. And, oh, yeah. I've uh, heard of that. Yeah, it's really good. It's super short and easy to get through. And I really like it's by George Grant, and I really like his writing. Um, But it was very, obviously, it's not something that everybody, it's, it's not a pleasant subject to think about, but it was very insightful. it it was very interesting um, reading about, you know, of course, she left her husband and family and went off and had an affair. And the man that she was hanging around with um, was communist. And so he was telling her, you know, when you're um, bringing these ideas to the public, you can't just bring the idea of you wanting to wipe out the black population through abortion. You can't just bring that to society because they're going to call you crazy and shut you down. But if you slowly start planting seeds, like, well, if you have too many kids, you know, you can't fulfill all your dreams. So you need birth control and then let that sit for a while. And then a little bit later, come back with the next step and, you know, teaching her how to gradually bring this into society. Mm. So insightful, her whole history and. Wow. Very interesting, and her plan has worked. Yeah, <laughs> so sad yeah. to see the
0: implications of one woman that has been used for a lot of evil. Yep. in our society, man, that would be interesting. Read anything else for that genre?
1: Um, I read a few Christmas books this year that were really, really good. I did *Christmas Spirit* by George Grant, and then um, the one that we read. Doug Wilson's book, uh, Brief Theology of Christmas Presents, mm-hmm. and that actually ended up leading me to listen to some of his videos and podcasts on Christmas, too, and um, I've always been a super Christmas person, you know, but it, it really helped me to get in the right mindset for why we do my mm-hmm. de- presents and do what some Christians might think as materialism. It really, really helped me get in that mindset and and see it from that point of view so I appreciated those
0: yeah that's cool I liked that Christmas presents book Mm -hmm. yeah it's good I read Teaching from Rest by Sarah McKenzie and I loved that book and it was incredibly helpful for me with homeschooling I tend to be an overachiever I assume that I can do more than I can (laughs) um I and it's not maybe that I physically can't sometimes, sometimes I physically can't, but, um, but sometimes it's more that I can't do it well and maintain spheres in my life that are more important. So that one helped me to like, be realistic with my family. And uh, that was just really good. It was just a really, a lot of peace giving book to me. I also read the Convivial Homeschool by Misty Winkler. I love reading homeschooling books before I start my homeschooling year. So like in the summertime, reading some of those books, it gets me really inspired to start my homeschooling year, which I usually start in July. So I really enjoyed those. And then I read, I reread Loving the Little Years by Rachel Jankovic this year. And I could just read that one every year because it's so incredibly encouraging to me. I've read multiple parenting books this year. And sometimes reading parenting books can leave me more discouraged than encouraged Make me feel like all this pressure is on me as a mother. (laughs) And pressure is not the right kind of thing. It is our responsibility. We do have a lot of responsibility, a weighty responsibility as a mother, but we are not in control of our children's souls. Only Mm -hmm. God is in control of their souls. And just the difference between training a child and then trying to control a child. Um, there's a fine line there. But anyways, I've been thinking a lot about that recently, just with parenting and uh, being encouraged, being encouraged by a lot of Rachel Jacobich stuff on parenting.
1: Yeah. I love that about her books that it's not like, she's not putting this weight on you of mm-hmm. like, then throw tantrums. So you're the worst mom ever. You need to figure it out. It's just so practical and hey, try this. Yeah. Try this thing and it's just so much more helpful than I've I've read some Christian parenting books and it's just like wanting you to have these long drawn out conversations oh, yeah. grace and blah 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 and it's like my two-year-old is not going to sit there and stay mm-hmm. focused for these long conversations about grace mm-hmm. you know that's what I, lo- I love about Rachel's book they're very short and to the point practical. and, practical. Mm-hmm. and they they just work well with kids because they're realistic
0: yeah 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 I agree and it's just encouraging uh for the mother I think as well it's practical and then it's also just super encouraging so yeah I highly recommend her parenting books loving the little years and fit to birth so those are always fun okay how about books you read with your kids Yeah, so you have big readers in your house as well. (laughs) Your kids love books. My kids love books. That's, oh, it's just so cozy and I love it. I love it that my, I love it that Ransom is reading now and reading bigger books. It's like very exciting for me what he's into. Like, tell me what's happening in your book. (laughs) Yeah, and in fact, Jared just made the kids yesterday little like ledge bookshelves to put beside their beds. Oh, so fun. he hung them on the wall so they can put like what they're reading in the evenings uh, that they lay in bed and read with their little flashlights or lanterns. They can put them on their little ledge. So oh. that was very fun. Yeah, fun,
1: fun, fun. Well, speaking of Rachel Jankovic, have you gotten Surbatt? Yes, and I cried. <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> I got it for Valor for Christmas and it literally made
0: me cry. It probably will not make any of you cry. So don't expect it to be like some kind of super tearjerker because it's not. It's just like <laughs> Did you tear up too? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like whenever he is conquering the dragon at the end, I'm like <laughs> And I was like trying not to let Valor know that I was like getting choked up because it's just, it also, that book was so encouraging to me because I'm like, the fact that she wrote this and dedicated it to her sons and their nephews, I'm like, okay,
1: this is encouraging to me that there are also some other Sir Battalots in the world. Yeah. And well, that, that boys, was their nickname for their son when he was little. Oh, was
0: I love Badalot. it. Yes. Like little boys are little boys and it's the way God made them and they have to be trained and emotional control is hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. We got it for Beckham for Christmas. Oh so. my
0: gosh. I love that book. Yeah. Everyone buy Sir bad a lot for your sons because it is yep. awesome.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Love this it. is the kids section is definitely my biggest section. So okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we read. Um, so other kids books, like uh, picture books that we really loved. Um, Beckham loves R.C. Sproul's children's books. They are so good. Do you have any of those?
0: I have the Knights something. And I got it a long time ago when it was it was it was bigger than I needed for ransom. It was like when he was probably one or something I grabbed it at a conference and I mm-hmm. need to pull it back off the shelf cuz we haven't really, you know, appreciated it yet.
1: Is yeah, it, what's it
0: called? The Knights map maybe? Mm-hmm. Knights yeah. Map,
1: yeah. Um we actually just got that one for Christmas. Um so we haven't read it yet, but we have the, let's see, the priest's sturdy clothes, the prince and the poison cup, the lightlings. We have most of them, I think, but they are, they're all so good. Well, first of all, they have beautiful illustrations. That's, that always draws me in, but so good at p- putting big theological concepts down on a child's level. Um, It's especially helpful for me because I while I know what I believe, I'm not always the best at articulating it. To yes. a uh-huh. And so these are so perfect at, they don't pander to your kid and act like your kid is stupid and can't understand what you're saying, but they just put it at a level that they just totally get it. And the kids get it and it clicks. And then they even have in the back, like discussions and questions and things like that. If you want to further follow it up. But I think it's just really helped, especially Beckham. The other kids like him too, but especially Beckham uh, loves it. And it's really helped him understand things like why we need God to save us. What, Mm -hmm. you know, then why do we have sin? And it's really helped him get some big concepts. So I really love those.
0: That's awesome. Valor. So picture books, Valor is loving the brave books. He loves them so much. That's good. So he he got two new ones for Christmas. Um. So the Brave books, there's a character in them that's a white tiger named Valor. So he's very connected to these books and he is collecting them. And if you don't know about the Brave books, it's just such a cool thing because when you get your first one, it comes with a map that you hang on the wall. And whenever you get a new book, it comes with a sticker that you add to your map and a little flag that you've like visited this part of the map by reading this book. So it's just a great, the whole concept for the books and the map and the whole, all the little, the little top secret envelope that comes with them. It's just adorable and a really neat concept. Totally aside from the fact that the books are fantastic and have conservative values and are the bomb. So yeah,
1: this, man. this next one that's coming out this month is um they wrote with Kirk Cameron. So that he's he's been trying to um make appointments in libraries mm-hmm. to, to read the book in libraries, you know. And they've like, been declining him, right? Yeah, so that's his book that he's coming out with. But um we have do you all have Saint George and the Dragon? Yes. Yeah, we okay. just got that one a couple months ago. Okay, we love this book. This has been super helpful for us. Another like practical parenting thing when and I got this from the Wilsons. I can't claim this as my own, but <laughs> when Beckham is, you know, wanting to hit a sister or maybe be too rough with a sister or whatever, it's, it just has a lot of great practical applications in it. So we can tell them you are not the dragon. You mm-hmm. are the We're slaying the dragon. You're protecting your sisters from the dragon. Um, and then I really want to read the fairy queen. So St. George and the dragon came from the fairy queen, which is a big, big book. Mm-hmm. Um, because the fairy queen um goes into it has a lot more characters, obviously. And there's um the evil woman is Duessa. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many good stories to be taught about, you know, you're not allowed to run from the dragon, but you should always run from Duessa. You yeah. Know, just all great. Uh, so what version practical. of Saint George and the
0: Dragon do you have?
1: I have the Margaret Hodges one. Okay, I think that's
0: the one I have too. And it's like, uh, it doesn't have Duessa in that book, correct? In the in the version you have? No. Yeah. I bought Mm-mm. this book because I was hoping that it would have reference to Duessa in it because I heard about this whole concept on the uh, What Have You podcast of how they talk about running from Duessa, which is like the temptress, essentially. And I was like, oh, I got to get St. George and the Dragon. But my copy does not have Duessa in it. It It's just the portion that has the... Um, Oh, what's the other girl's name? Elsa. Yeah, the, the princess. Yeah, yeah. Talking about
1: the princess.
0: Yeah, the yeah. princess. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, I want to read. I want to read the the bigger version so that I can relay this concept to them. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yep. When we went to Fight Laugh Feast, Ben Merkel was talking about how when their kids were little they knew that they were going to have to teach them to sit still in church. If they ever wanted to listen to a sermon, you know, I he mean, knew he was going to have to practice with them somehow. And so he started every night, he would read Narnia to them and he would give them a little thimble full of his beer, you know, and they <laughs> would have to, or Aslan's name. And every time they heard Aslan, they would all toast, you know, to Aslan. That's awesome. And so, yeah. So it taught them to sit still, but also to listen at the same time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. And let me tell you what, we, Annabelle, it just so happened in Annabelle's literature literature program that the Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe was coming up. And so mm-hmm. we just started doing that with all of the kids. I would sit them all down yeah. and they would all get juiced up yeah. and we would read a chapter of Narnia and they all had to sit still with no activities. Mm-hmm. You know, they had their own couch cushion and they couldn't touch mm-hmm. Sibley. Mm-hmm. It has been a complete game changer for church. I mean, they are so so well-behaved. So that has been really obvious. I mean, obviously Narnia is an obvious one, but Mm -hmm. that little twist (laughs) to it has been super helpful.
0: That's a great idea. I love that. And I'm totally going to implement that as well. Yeah. Fun. (laughs) Awesome. So our biggest favorite in our house right now is the Wing Feather Saga by Andrew Peterson. Mm -hmm. They are, okay, I think there's three or four books in the series. We're on the second one right now and they are so much fun and our kids are absolutely loving them. We read the first one aloud and now we're on the second one and we're reading it aloud, but Ransom has decided to reread the first one by himself. (laughs) So he's rereading the first one just in like his silent reading time. And then we're reading aloud the second one, but it's so fun. And then the fan page for it on instagram is super fun like tonight we are having a recipe from the book they eat cheesy chowder in the book so we are i'm the boys helped me and we are making cheesy chowder for supper and honey muffins which is another thing that they eat in the book so like if you if you like the book there's a lot of fandom that can go with it um but yeah they provide recipes on the instagram and then they just released on angel studios a a a little cartoon cartoon series about Mm -hmm. the wing feather saga and it's really cute and fun too so there's a lot of stuff that goes with the book
1: that makes it just a blast for kids and me yeah I've I've been wanting to read those but Annabelle for some reason is like bucking me and she's like I'm not reading those I don't
0: (laughs) they are boyish I I mean the front of them looks boyish Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's why. But there's the sister named Lily. If she ever reads them, she will like it because there's a little sister named Lily, and she's a pretty epic character in the book.
1: Oh, cool. She actually just, Annabelle, just got for Christmas the Swallows and Amazons book series. Have you heard of that? No. It's a book series about these two families who every summer vacation on a lake. It's set in Europe, in England somewhere the lake district but they so the kids of these two different families sail out to this island in the middle of the lake and they're like camping out and one family is the swallows and one is the amazons and they're it's it's so fun and we actually got beckham the movie too for christmas oh, cool. and it's really fun but there's several books in the series and um she's really liking them so far so that's a fun one cool. what else uh, another picture book that we like, um, picture books that we like are John Plassen. Have you seen his books? Nope. Oh, they are. They're so funny. They're a very dry humor. <laughs> they're just hilarious. Yes. There's like, I want my hat back. We found a hat. This is not my hat. Um, there's several others that don't have to do with hats, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like I said, they're a picture book and each page only has, you know, a handful of words on it. They're not huge books, but they're just very funny and entertaining for parents too.
0: Okay. I'll have to check those out. That, that sounds like it's right up our alley. We like funny.
1: Yes. You will love them. Yeah. We've been listening to Green Ember. We really like those books.
0: Oh, yes. I, we just got Canon Plus. I'm, I'm late to the excitement on this, but I'm very excited about Canon Plus. And I saw that that's, um, they have that available for audiobook.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Also, have you listened to their
1: audio theaters available on Canon? Okay. We've listened to all of those. (laughs) They're so fun. Yeah. What was the one we listened to the light princess?
0: Okay. Um, Well, I, we really like the focus on the family radio theaters. We really like those kind of thing for car rides. So when I saw that new St. Andrews had put out some of those and that they were on Canon plus, I was very excited.
1: Yeah, we. my mom just got the kids a Yota, Yoto player for Christmas. Yes. Those are so, so cool. Yeah, a little box and you just plug in cards of different books or music or whatever. I'm really excited because um, it doesn't hook up to like the internet or anything yeah. like that. Do anything on it, but listen mm-hmm. to books. I'm really excited for that. That's really
0: cool. I saw that someone had posted a really great idea that they got their kids a old fashioned, just the CD player, you know, like the Discman a cd mm-hmm. player and headphones for their kids for christmas and bought them a few cd audiobooks so they mm-hmm. just like sit with their little discman men in their headphones and listen i'm like that's a really great idea because we always just do it in the car because i don't we don't ever have i don't have like that kind of a situation but the yodo yeah. player is so cool or just buying like old school little mm-hmm. walkman
1: yeah too beckham has really been loving graphic novels So he loves Calvin and Hobbes, Tintin, and then I think I shared with you um, Nathan Hale's Hazardous Tales.
0: Yes, so we got Ransom, the Hazardous Tales, the Ironclad one, and him and Jared have been reading that together, and they're, because Jared loves all things about Ironclad, so um, they've been enjoying that.
1: Yeah, so Beckham is learning to read. He can't quite read on his own he can kind of sound things out so the the graphic novels are perfect for him because he can pretty much make out what's going on in the story even though he can't read all the words so he's really been loving those it's
0: so magical whenever they start to read <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. favorite early readers
0: i don't know where beckham is at with reading but i feel like i don't have enough of those okay they've learned all the letters and sounds and blends they're learning they know how to read words now what because I always mm-hmm. grab like Bob books, but they're not my favorite. Do you have any suggestions
1: for that? Stage? Uh, so I know that you had borrowed our books from Veritas. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I love those. And you can actually buy them right now. They're <sighs> I'm so disappointed. They're getting rid of them and getting mm. new. Products. So you can buy them just the primers at like a discounted price on Veritas's website right now. I really love those because while they're introducing the different phonics sounds they're actually giving you a good storyline like a lot about history so they're not just like Bob ran yes
0: yeah I forgot about those I'm glad that I asked you because those were really cool
1: yeah I love those and then I really also love Piggy and Gerald have you read those yes those are cool I love those because they're easy readers, but they they're in speech bubbles and they show the inflection that the character is using while they're talking. And so it helped Annabelle learn to use inflection while she's reading. And she's actually Mm a good reader out loud because of that. So I really love those too.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Anything else that you have enjoyed with your kids?
1: Annabelle and I love Enid Blyton. They- Most of her stuff I'm going to say is going to be geared toward girls. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some things that boys might like, but she's got the St. Clair's series, the adventure series, but just really great. They're chapter books, shorter chapter books though, for girls. And Annabelle's really been loving those. And then Truth and Grace. We love the Truth and Grace books. Those are super, super awesome and helpful. Yeah.
0: So if you don't follow JC on Instagram, you should follow her because every month she <laughs> posts a video of what books are in her book basket for her children for that month. And it's so fun. And then after she posts, we all post our book basket for the month and tag her. So if you want to get in on this fun, follow
1: JC. What What is your Instagram handle? I think it's just Cohen, JC, C-O-H-E-N. J A C Y, I think is what it is. Okay. But anyways,
0: yeah, I'll I'll do mine and tag you so that people can find you in case in case they don't have you on Instagram. But I have really I've got some good book ideas from seeing everybody else's book
1: baskets for the month. Yeah, definitely. There's another Instagram account, Runaway Bookshelf. It she is the wife of the I think he's the editor at Canon Press. And she always gives great, great book suggestions. Okay. They have Full of little boys, so she especially gives really good little boy suggestions.
0: Yeah, it, it's funny houses that have the boy as the oldest child versus houses that have the girl as the oldest child. I feel like you can see a difference <laughs> in in <laughs> how their libraries were first uh, curated. You know, like mine yeah. right is definitely more
1: of a boy library, but I'm building up my girl selection. Yeah, for sure. And then there was a a what have you episode where they had Nate Wilson on to talk about books and it it may have been last year and I can't remember the title of it that's bad but that was really really helpful for me because they not only talked about standards that you should have for the books that you read but they gave I mean suggestion after suggestion of different books was really really helpful
0: yeah I think that's where I learned about Hank the cow dog yes yeah (laughs) those are very fun yeah they are We are starting January 1st with Little Women in the book club and I'm very excited about that. My copy comes in the mail today and the pretty cover was even on sale. So super excited (laughs) about that. (laughs) I've never read Little Women before and we're about to start in a couple days. So if you want to hop on the book club and read Little Women with us, uh, grab your copy because it's just a few days away. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. (laughs) I know. I keep saying 2020 for 2023. I'm like, Okay, guys. So in 2020, this is what we're going to do. Blah, blah, blah. And saying things about the ne- the new year, but I keep saying 2020. I'm like, my brain can't get past it. <laughs> Just can't move on from this. Oh, but uh, yeah, I'm like 2023. I can do this. I can learn the new year. Any other books that you want to mention? Did you read any books you hated this year? Other than The Fellowship of the Ring?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I think I really, I really enjoyed this next year. I didn't put it I didn't put it on book club because I'm trying to be pretty cautious about what I put on book club, but I'm going to read this book called dope sick. And I am so excited to read it. It's basically looking into the history of pain medication Ooh. and opioids. That's the word I was looking mm-hmm. for. And where that has led, especially our male population
0: yeah. in the
1: country. And um, I think it's I think it's actually about a specific doctor who gets hooked on opioids to, wow. as well. But I'm super, super excited to read that, well, that one. That sounds super intense. Yeah. I think that's going to be my true crime book for the year.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fun. It sounds like a documentary.
1: <laughs> when you explain it like this, sounds like a documentary. Well, I think they did make a documentary. Okay. Out of- mm-hmm. I can never keep up because we don't have Netflix or anything. So
0: yeah. Are you reading anything right now? Other look what just crawled up on my lap.
1: Oh my goodness, so cute! Again. Are you reading anything right now other than Jane Eyre? Uh, yeah, I'm actually reading, um, finishing up my true crime that I was doing this year called "I'll Be Gone in the Dark," mm. um, about the Golden State
0: Killer. So, okay. so are you into that kind of thing? I didn't know this about you. <laughs> I am. Not true crime. <laughs> I am not into true crime. It gives me anxiety. Uh, oh, yeah. we Jared and I have listened to a few podcasts that were like true crime things and by the end I'm like oh, I'm so stressed out yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those are definitely fun like if you have time to just really engulf yourself in a crazy story
1: mm-hmm. yeah but
0: yeah it's it tends to stress me out right now I'm in on I break I'm reading a, a the new Sarah Addison Allen novel That is a magical realism book. So if you like magical realism, check out Sarah Addison Allen because all of her stuff is so fun to read. That's like, she has one called Garden Spells and First Frost and Sugar Queen and Lost Lake. Oh man, I've read so many of hers. Peach Keeper is another one, Um, Other Birds. But hers are really fun page turners. They're not very long and just like an enjoyable, like watching Mm -hmm. a movie situation. So I'm reading that right now. And then I'm reading- the rare jewel of Christian contentment too, that's on my that's on my stack over here. And then of course, my book that I'm reading with the kids, the second uh, Feather Saga book.
1: Yeah, is um is she the one who did the Blackbird Cafe?
0: No, that's a different one. That's Heather Webb, I think. But oh. that same vein of magical realism.
1: Yeah, I really like that. But the Blackbird Cafe, I wasn't. I was a little disappointed. I felt like she yeah. left something aside, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's definitely not novels that you're like, wow, that was the most fantastic yeah. plot and writing and it's just so in depth. It's not that. It's like right. this was very enjoyable yeah. and I want to sit my tea and wear cozy socks and read a fun novel. <laughs> that's yeah. what this is. Yeah. And I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm down with that kind of reading as well. Like I want to challenge myself, but I also want to have some shallow reads too and and that's- I'm just being honest, that's how I like it. <laughs> no, you too. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I like there's certain books that I can read while children are playing around me and still follow the plot line. Tolstoy, not necessarily. Yep. Yep. I need to have quiet while I'm reading it so I can figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So you yep. need
0: you need variety,
1: yes, yes. <laughs> so, all
0: right. Anything else? No, I don't think so. okay. Well, everybody, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you're reading. Tag us in your bedside stack, as I like to call it. <laughs> over the books that you're reading right now. So thanks for listening and check out the Fruitful and Fearless website for more information on some of the stuff we talked about. Have a good day.